Welcome to Ancient Roots Modern Paths, exploring Orisha and Ifa wisdom. This captivating podcast will take you on a transformative journey where ancient wisdom meets modern practice. I am your host, Ianifa Ekundayo Ekuntonisin. I'm a devoted student of the West African Yoruba spiritual tradition. Join me on a journey that blends ancient wisdom with modern practice. We'll delve into the sacred teachings that have guided generations for millennia. We'll uncover insights and practices to guide and shape your life path. Subscribe now and join our secret community as we unlock and apply the profound wisdom of Orisha and Ifa to everyday living. Welcome back, Ekabo. Welcome to another thrilling episode of Ancient Roots, Modern Paths. I'm Ianifa Ekundayo Efuntomisin. I'm super excited actually today to talk about something and maybe hopefully bring some awareness to a statement that is starting to gain a lot of traction. At least I've had some, I've had multiple people, but specifically I had a conversation with someone who was interested in the work that we do at Ile Ifa Otur Rire. And I had to have a just a clear conversation about what it means to be part of Isheshe Lagba tradition, spiritual tradition, cultural tradition, uh, etc. And so today I want to talk about the question or even sometimes the bold statement or proclamation that some folks who are interested in this tradition that they make about what they're going to do or participate in the tradition. So specifically... I have had a person have a direct conversation with me um, about this question, which is, can I self-initiate myself to Orisha? So, can I self-initiate myself to Orisha? And actually, this particular person who was looking for a home in the, uh, in the, the, this tradition said to me directly, I don't need to be initiated to Orisha. I will just self-initiate myself. And I was a little bit taken aback, honestly, and I had to think through (laughs) what exactly does that look like. And so for those of you that may have that idea, uh, those of you who may have students who are or people who are interested in the tradition and they're coming from other lineages, meaning, sorry, outside of outside of the Isheshe Lagba tradition, um, and most likely not an African-based tradition. Uh, it could be a, a, a Druid tradition, maybe a Christian tradition. I don't, I don't know. Uh, it, it, it seems like and when I've done a bit of research on where does the idea, concept, or practice of self-initiation come from, come, comes from, and it appears that it may also be coming out of the Wicca tradition. So those people who follow, who are Wiccan or Wicca, um, it appears that that may be uh, one of the tenets or one of the aspects in some elements of that community. So can I self-initiate myself? So I want to, to kind of think about a couple of things here. The first is, what does it mean to be initiated? What does initiation mean when we think about it in a spiritual context? So I will share my, um, my understanding uh, and a little bit of a dictionary <laughs> definition. Initiation, to be initiated to something 
is to, it's the act of beginning something else, right? So you think about, um, and this is a, hopefully this won't be a terrible example, but it's the one that's popping in my head of something that I think we hear a lot about, which is a gang initiation. So what does that mean? It means that a person is outside of a group. They don't have kind of special knowledge or the special hand signals or whatever of that particular group. They may not have the special language. They may not know the special protocols of that group. But as a as a result of going through uh, uh, the initiation, the gang initiation, this is probably really a terrible example as I'm saying it. Uh, so please bear with me. But as they go through that initiation, they learn that the hand signals, they learn, you know, the locations of their community. They learn uh, just a variety of like basically secret knowledge or information to become part of that group, become part of that community. And so I kind of, so using that as an example of initiation, we also have initiations, this is probably a better example, uh, of fraternities and sororities. Right to become part of a fraternity or sorority, you are on the outside of it. You're seeking membership into it, and then there's a series of things you have to learn: songs, you have to learn dances, you have to learn secret um, handshakes, you have to learn, you know, probably coded messages. I've I am not initiated to a a, a, a sorority, so I wouldn't know. But again, what I've observed is that there's a series of things, understanding the history, um, memorizing the history, memorizing a code, a creed. Um, But that's, again, an initiation. So when you go through that initiation process, you come out the other side of it, and you now demonstrate how you're part of that group, right? Um, The other one I can think of that I do know about is the military. So an initiation in the military... Uh, of sorts is actually going through boot camp. So you are on the outside, a civilian, you don't know the language, you don't know how to march, you don't know how to wear your uniform, you don't know the protocol, you don't know rank structure. There's a bunch of things that you do not know. And so as a result of going through boot camp for however many weeks, 14, 16 weeks, you learn how to you learn all of those things. And so now you are initiated. And in my case, I was initiated through the boot camp uh, of the Marine Corps. And when I came out of that, I earned the title United States Marine. And so that is an example of an initiation. On the other side of it, you're somehow different. Or you have a different, you have a different, you have a different language, the way you carry yourself. It's very different, right? So so that's the first thing to, to think about when, we're, when we talk about initiation. It is an act of beginning something, something new you don't currently have. And the other part of it, in all those examples I gave you, the probably not so great one of a gang initiation and then sorority, fraternity, and military initiations, in all of those, they were all part of a community. So none of them were solo activities. They were all communal activities, which is another really important part of the initiation process because the community itself generates an energy. It's a, it generates connections and bonds and, and um, helps an initiate go through that process. Maybe when it's really difficult, like in, in the military, we have some very difficult uh, rituals, for the lack of a better word, that we go through in order to become, uh, to come out on the other side and earn uh, the the title United States Marine. So 
those are those are kind of some ideas that I had around just kind of thinking about where where do we go through initiations. When we're talking about spiritual initiation, it's actually very similar. So, for example, uh, there are rituals that we go through that we experience for every arisha that we are initiated to, and there. There's some elements that are similar, but there's often elements very different. The music is different. The drumming is different. Um, sometimes the foods are different. Uh, the dances will be different. The actual um, process itself will be different. Um, the language may even be different sometimes. Uh, but again, there's rituals and ceremonies. And the other thing that happens through initiation, if I think about right now, I'm just having this vision of my Obatala initiation. And the, so the process was facilitated by these amazing women, the Iyalarisha, who, and there, there was a drummer, uh, a drummer, sorry, drummers, more than one, more than one, there was like about four drummers. And they took me through this whole entire process, you know, where I was essentially who I came in as was was cleansed and and then went through these series of rituals to come out of the other side of that I think after 7 days I don't remember 3 or 7 days and be different have energy activated in me as a result of all the yalarishas that activated that energy in me uh, of obatala's energy uh, that connected me with Obatala's energy. That is not something that I could have done on my own. A, I don't have all the knowledge, but B, again, the community, the ashe of the community, the rituals, the the knowledge um, is what what was instrumental in my initiation process. The other thing that happens in initiations is that certain instructions are passed to us, right? Because when we go through initiation, we are aligning ourselves quite literally with our destined path. We are, if we were off path, we are being brought, we are being brought into or onto our path. And it is very easy to get, you know, swept up and disoriented in our day-to-day living. So being brought back onto our path is um, really super important. Um, and the other thing is, is that when we're given certain guidance, we may be given guidance about things that we should or should not consume in our bodies, um, things that we should or should not do, um, because it's really important that it could have tremendous negative impacts on our lives or tremendous positive impacts on our lives either way. Um, but there's, there's, there's basically secret knowledge that is transmitted to us through this experience of community and having highly trained people who understand the the activation of the energies and 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 all of that they bring the, they bring the energy down that one could never do by themselves you can i mean and i've i'm one of these people i can go and pray under a tree pray true to a tree want to have all of the you know connections i could go to plants and pray to those plants and connect with those plants but i will not be able to access the wisdom of osain who was the orisha of plants and plant medicine i will never be able to do that on my own to self initiate myself 
So, okay, you might be one of those folks that's saying, no, 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 Ia, that's not true. I've had dreams. I've sat with plants and the plants told me what I could or couldn't use. Okay, I get it. And I will also say that's fantastic. And there's still a limit to what we know because we, it is impossible for us to know as much as 12 people will know who take us through initiation. It is impossible for us to know what 25 people would know who take us through initiation. It is impossible for us to know all that they know. And so if we're trying to self-initiate ourselves, it's really difficult. It's impossible, actually, to self-initiate yourself to an Orisha. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't pray to an Orisha. If you're not initiated today, you're thinking about it, you can, you can start your conversation, you can start your connection, you can start seeing where that Orisha, maybe where there's stories you might be reading, where that Orisha, you know, you can become more conscious of elements of that Orisha, right? So that's really important. You know, developing your consciousness, your inner eye, your external eyes to see and, and go, oh, that's, I remember reading an Itan, a story about Eshu being at the crossroads. Ah, okay, well, what does that, what does that really mean? at the crossroads. Oh, well, that means we could go to the left, we could go to the right, right? So that's about choices in life. And so, yes, you can do that. Absolutely. You can pray. Absolutely. As long as you know, you know, if you're praying to just Orisha to pray to the Orisha, or if you're praying to specific Orisha, make sure you know why. Um, But yes, you can do that. There's no problem with that. But actually going, taking your own individual self by yourself through a process in which you are initiated to an Orisha and you receive all of the information uh, necessary for your destiny, to, for you to fulfill your destiny. For you to be able to do that, it requires an actual initiation process in an actual community of people. So just to kind of wrap this up, what is initiation? So self-initiation I mean, if you're self-initiating yourself, I, I, I would love for you to share what your experience is, what you're learning, what you are seeing, how you're able to connect to an Orisha. Please share me, send me comments. I'm not poo-pooing it. I'm just saying what I know and what I was reading and understanding about self-initiation. There would be a big um, ocean of knowledge and information that would never be conveyed to someone who's self-initiating themselves. Initiation provides a couple of the following things. It aligns you with your destiny. It definitely, when you get your Odoo, your birth, your life path Odoo, your birth Odoo, you know, you begin to know, what am I here to do in this world? Uh, Second, you get guidance from whoever the presiding priests are at the ceremony. Third, you begin to understand who is the Orisha that guides you. What are their characteristics, their aspects? How do those impact your life? How should you be embodying those aspects and characteristics? Um, It will also help you through initiation to identify the things to stay away from, from people to food to color to lots of other things, the things that would militate against your destiny. They would take you off your path. Uh, And that's something I'll actually cover in in another podcast. Um, Your name. We're all, you know, I have four names. Well, yeah, yeah, at least four names. 
in the uh, Isheshe tradition. And if I go through each one of them, it gives me guidance about who I am here to be, which is something very powerful about names that come as a result of your initiation. The other thing that I've run into, and I know this happens for a lot of things, a lot of people, is to clean up. When you go through initiation process, it's cleaning up energetic um, deficits, I guess, for the lack of a better word, that have been incurred in previous lifetimes or by your by your ancestors. So those are just some things to consider. If you have a friend who says they can self-initiate themselves, please share this video with them. And then I'd also welcome comments back. I'd love to hear like, well, yeah, I've self-initiated myself and this is my experience. Or yeah, I thought I was self-initiating myself and here's my experience. Either way, I'd love to hear because I'm always a thirsty student. So with that, if you enjoyed today's podcast episode, please share it with a friend, like and subscribe, and always go by and check out our, um, our link at ifadestiny.com. Come check out our, our website and learn a little bit more about our ELE. Until next time, odabo, goodbye. Thank you for joining us on the Ancient Roots Modern Paths Exploring Orisha and Ifa Wisdom Podcast. To learn more about this tradition, join our community at www.ifadestiny.com. Join us to explore and grow together on this spiritual journey. Please subscribe, like, share, and invite others to hear and participate in our podcast as we spread the wisdom of Orisha and Ifa across the globe.